Tina, bring me the axe. Oh my god, uh, what's up, bitch? Hi, uh, who are Hi. you? Who, how are you? I how am how are you? Bored. Yeah? yeah, you want to talk about it? I mean, you talk about it? there's, you know, in, in hindsight, there is a lot happening in the world of me. Like going to going to the chiropractor three times a week. Um, my job as an essential worker, they need me at the at the community center, um, just in case anybody shows up for any kind of student registration because they don't have access to a computer. Um, I'm there every Tuesday now, and I'm there one additional week. Uh, to help get meals delivered to people who, you know, need meals because they are disabled or what have you and they can't, you know, get meals on their own um, once a week. So there are things happening in the world of me, but because those things are like five minutes each, you know, it's one thing to like work a full day of work, go to the doctor, wait in line, you know, waiting rooms and all that stuff before quarantine. And now that we're in quarantine, things take like five seconds. And then you're like, I'm now what? What? Uh, so <laughs> I'm bored. And that's my name today is I'm bored. You got, you got, you got to find a series to watch. See, like the, a long that's series like, that's gonna I, take time. I have fallen out of love with television slowly but surely with this fucking quarantine. I I, I do not want to watch anything else. I started watching Veep. Veep was good until I like was like, all right, this is getting a little too close to uh, the current political climate. So I <laughs> I like kind of stopped watching that uh, somewhere in the end of season two. Um. Uh, me and Jamon have been doing this really fun thing called um, sex. Uh, oh! Yeah, it's great to have a partner during quarantine, I'll tell you that much. Um, you know, I, I'm i so jealous. Not to brag or if anything. only for that. Right. You fucking bragger. What you call me? So that's cool. Um, but in real talk, we also have been like um, doing this thing lately where um, since both of us are some sort of artists, um, but we are different types of artists, like as a musician, I listen to, to music very specifically with for like musicality and things like that. And he yeah. listens to music for the sake of cat. Get out cat. My cats are being really annoying right now. Um, oh my god, it's so annoying. And and the way he listens to music is very like, um, very in, in in reference to like marketability and vibe because he is a DJ. So he's like, I listen to this as a way of like, when can I add this to like a set? You know, like what parts of the music uh, do this? And I, and I'm like, well, there's a reason why why why, why you know certain songs and certain tones and keys and and um, other things that, you know relate to music they all have like a secret 
behind everything as to why things are the way they are and yeah i've been kind of like doing that with him and it's a lot of fun um to like talk about music we listen to so much and it's like actually my favorite thing about quarantine as far as like just kind of like getting to spend a lot of time with jamon and do things that just only build us as boyfriend we celebrated our one year anniversary not too long ago congratulations that's exciting Mm -hmm. that's very exciting all good things i'm happy that you are happy and bored (laughs) yes me too (laughs) what about you who are you um i'm shugs and is it okay is it bad is it bad to say I know it's very privileged to say this, but it's I'm kind of enjoying the <laughs> all of this. No, it's not at all. Like for for people who you know have to, one set. I'm gonna move my cat. Don't hold that. Hold on. Could you chill the fuck out, Pancake? Get up. Get up. So as I was saying, for for you know. People who are enjoying themselves in quarantine, there is a, t- a, a tinge of, you know, like a little bit of privilege in that. But at the same time, just a little, no, a little bit. No, there's a lot of privilege. I mean, in it because there's a because li- one, there's a lot I of privilege am, in a lot of things. Right, and, and and like I I I understand by saying the statement that I'm enjoying this, it's coming from a full place of privilege because I am employed. Mm-hmm. And I uh, have enough money for food, mm-hmm. and I have enough money for rent, and mm-hmm. I um, have technology that gives me opportunities to connect with people, to record podcasts, to have you know video game sessions with friends. Like I, I am fully acknowledging the fact that it's it's privileged to be able to say that I'm enjoying this time right now. There are things that I do miss, for sure. I miss going out to a club. I miss seeing friends. I miss going drinking at a little bar, looking cute. I mean, I think, like... The narcissist narcissist in me is very excited that I get to spend all day doing things to make me feel good and better. I mean, that's self-care, mama. Like... Like you said, there is a lot of privilege that entails enjoying quarantine, but for someone like you specifically who's enjoying quarantine, but also using your privilege in quarantine to impact lives around you and that you are in relation to, like you're using your privilege for, you know, the sake of others' lives. It's not that privileged and selfish. There's nothing wrong with enjoying the fact that you get to take care of yourself because you have the space to do it and recognize that other people are not able to do that. And in all reality, some people were able to do it before this. Nothing has changed (laughs) for so many people. So, you know, you can spend all day long just like, oh, but it's not, it's like, no, enjoy yourself, whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop it up. Is there anything else? No. So, Except, what, what, are, what are we? Yeah. Who are we? Because we have to tell everyone that is Bring Back My Girls podcast, the podcast where we talk about anything. 
and everything. RuPaul's Drag Race. Specifically right now, because we're talking about Celebrity Drag Race, Season 1, Episode (laughs) 1. We are? No, we're not. No. No, we're not. Oh, thank God. We're actually talking about Season (laughs) 5, Episode 9, Choices, 2020. Well, here's the tea. We are talking about Episode 9, 2020, blah, 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 uh, Choices, woo, woo. Shout out to Tatiana. Let's quickly go over Celebrity Drag Race. Cute. Um... That's all I'm going to say. Entertaining. <laughs> cute. Um, here's what I'll say. Um, She's really trying to push this gender issues. <laughs> uh, <laughs> RuPaul's really trying to fix the whole gender issues one, statement that she made in AJ and the Queen. Girl, That's all I'm saying. One non-binary person at a time. We're given, we're blessed with Gigi Good. Now, unfortunately, we're blessed with Nika Tortorello. Okay. Um, here's the thing. When they said celebrity drag race, I was really hoping for like um, uh, a, a celebrity. A celebrity? Like, <laughs> that was, even a celebrity like, that's more famous than the drag queens who are. Come on. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> like, you gave me, like, bitch, you've been on one TV show. Like, famous kind right. of person. No shade. Fucking give me. A- Give me Kat from fucking iCarly and Sam and Kat. I would have She's not died. Jeanette McCurdy. She's not doing anything. At all. Except taking big black cock. <gasps> That's what she's doing, though. Sorry. <laughs> oh. That's what she's doing. My God. That's exactly what she's doing. Oh, my God. I didn't tell you. I didn't talk about my other tea. Ooh, what's your other tea? This is more important than Celebrity Drag Race. Well, everything's more important than Celebrity Drag Race, <laughs> but cute. Uh, I, I, I signed a lease on a new apartment. Oh, yay! Uh, yes, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So the first, one, <laughs> the first apartment that I found, um, super cute studio. Uh, the block that it was on was just like so go- like so glorious. It was one block off of Selby mm-hmm. on Dayton, right by the cathedral. And I was like, this is like, you know, super tall old trees. Just McAllister beautiful. area, bitch. No, not McAllister. Cathedral Hill. Cathedral Hill is by McAllister. Like right. No, it's McAllister is by um, where you work. And Cathedral Hill is not that far from it. I mean, yeah, but there's like two neighborhoods in between Cathedral Hill and McAllister. Yeah, 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 specifics. Okay, anyways. So um, I applied for it because I was drunk and it was like, why not? This is yellow <laughs> And the next day I got an email saying, so literally someone else applied for the apartment you were looking at four hours before you did. And we are on a first come first serve basis when it comes to applications. Right. You can wait and see if they're, if they decide not to take it or you can look at this other property, mm-hmm. but we're not going to hold the other property while we wait to hear about the one that you originally wanted. Right. So I'm like, okay, let me go drive by it at least just to see what, like see what it is. Right. And it's, like, basically downtown. Hmm. It's, like, right in front of the front of the cathedral. Yeah. Um, but it's bigger than the other one. And it's cuter than the other one. So I'm like, you know what? Is it We're cheaper than the other one? 
It's the same price. Oh, even better. But more square footage. Ooh, yeah. We love square footage on this podcast. Okay. Uh, so, and it's all mine. Congratulations, Mama. Thank you, July 1, baby. She's going back to the Ooh. city. No more suburb life for me, baby. No, you can hold things here in the meantime if you need to, bitch. Like, what's goody? <laughs> um, just to finish our celebrity drag race tea, um, oh, yeah. I will say that the queens looked really good on the runway. And that's all You're because of about... Chanel. Wait, are you talking about. Not Smash Game. The right. Are you talking about the celebrity queens or the real Drag Race girls? The celebrity queens that Chanel made over. That was Chanel? That was all Chanel. Chanel painted every single one of them. Okay. I was going to say, so first of all, no. (laughs) Because the bitch who won from Riverdale, those were not her colors. They painted her like she was white. And she's not white. Well, neither is Jackie Cox, but here we are. So we're not getting into it just yet. <laughs> you got to wait for this juicy pussy. Stop it. So, <laughs> so first of all, so she looked so not good in the face. Um, and then the costumes were like bad knockoffs, except for Nico's. And Nico's wasn't great. But the other ones, I was like, I, we don't have a budget. Oh, <laughs> we don't have a budget God. for this. Uh, you could never let things be fun. Can we? Can... I had a great time watching it, <laughs> but I did not enjoy the runway. I liked it. It was cute. They can't walk in heels, and this is the cutest thing. Except for Nico. They were not new to wearing heels. But the two straight boys, it was just so fun just to like... uh I mean, yeah. If since this oh is an audio podcast, Sugar just put up bunny ears, quotation marks for straight. For straight. And um, either one of them, let me find out. All, let me find all out. All three, honestly. I'll do, I'll do some market research. Nico, I was very attracted to them. The like they look like a literal. Only fans porn star. Nico gave me everything that I looked for in a a hole. (laughs) (laughs) Not a hole. Should we get into it? Um I'm saying. God damn it. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So this is season 12, episode 9, Choices 2020. Choices. A.K.A. how many different drag queens is RuPaul going to monetize off of this season? Um, shit. <laughs> Every single last one okay. of them that walks into the workroom. So we are... Tatiana ain't getting no kind of check. No, of course not. If she was smart, she would have trademarked it. I don't think you can trademark anything once you get on Drag Race. That's why LaShawn Beyond um, is never a reference for uh, Best Friends Race. Was that LaShawn Beyond? That was. She Uh, was fighting with Jiggly Caliente. Yep. Moving on. Talk about Choices 2020. So it's after Jen's elimination and... um, All Widow has to say is, why was she so happy all the time? 
I'm jealous. I wish I could be as happy as Jan is, <laughs> says Widow, oh. because she was angry all season. Okay. Well, congrats to Heidi. She has money now. And Jada reminds us to keep our asses right. And our minds will follow. Our minds will follow. And if that's not on a t-shirt already, Miss Jada S's Hall, right. but tech, get on but it, te- bitch. Technically, beep, said it. So, um, well, who cares? <laughs> it's, it's it's not like beep can sell anything now. Indeed. So she couldn't sell anything. Thanks in the first for place. thanks for giving Jada her coin. Her you awful fucking monster. Her well-deserved coin too. Jada has absolutely been on her this entire season. I'm glad they finally got gave her her episode. Spoiler alert. You know what? I think that they weren't sleeping on her, but they were just like, okay, Jada, you just have to wait for us to get rid of all the, sh- you know, fucking boogers right. first. Right. Because <laughs> uh, like, there's no doubt. I don't think they've embarrassed her once on this show. No. I don't think she's had any slip ups. None. At all, maybe the um, she's a good pageant queen that way. Maybe the um, the uh, gays anatomy. Yes, that was her slip up, and then she and she joked about it. They tried so hard to 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 keep a bitch down, and she's like, "Remember me, the awful actress from the gays anatomy." Like she literally like rose from the ashes. You you can't break a bitch like her. She said, "Oh, you thought." <laughs> but um, anyway, it's um, it's a new day in the workroom. You don't want to talk about the mini challenge because I don't either. It's a new day in the workroom. What? <laughs> this is before the mini challenge. And oh, well, I don't want to talk oh, about the mini challenge. Oh. It was fucking stupid. Yeah, her pussy is on fire. It, the mini challenge is Kitty Girl Twenty Twenty, which has nothing to do with. The other part of the episode. The challenge? No, it does not. I was so confused. Um, It was just showing the girls that they're going to set up for Jada to win. Right. And can we talk about Miss Jada Essence Hall, the queen of quick drag? We mentioned it last time. And she gave us what we needed again. She delivered. How is it possible? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I know how. She's a woman. (laughs) She's not, though. Ah, but she is. Uh, problematic. Um, she is um a oh, coochie is, having. That is problematic. You have yeah, to edit that bit. out. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna edit a lot of this out. Look. She's just the queen of quick drag. She really is. Period. And that's on T. And that's on and that's period. <laughs> Which means truth. Which means period. But somehow Jackie Cox wins the mini challenges. Um, Eartha Kit, bitch. Uh, okay, here we go. Why do I hate her so much? Here we go. I don't know. Why do you hate her so much? Because she just makes the choices that are cute, but could be so much funnier. Like Eartha Kit, I feel like she takes the obvious choice. Like that doesn't make me laugh. Eartha Kit didn't make me laugh. Yeah, if she said. Mm, I'm Eartha Kitty Cat. That would have made me chuckle. Or Eartha Cat. And, and and if only Britta wore drop down earrings, he wouldn't have to. Okay. You know, we could have be so nitpicky, right? You know what? So... I'll be nitpicky about a comedic choice, but over a fucking <clears throat> earring. Okay. 
But also, how are we going to walk away without talking about Widow being a literal cat? Yeah, um, <laughs> she misunderstood the assignment. I, I didn't understand the assignment. Sasha belling about. Okay. <laughs> and that's cute. Um, can we talk about Raven? Okay, so our challenge Yay! this week is America's first drag queen president debate. But wait a second. Wait a second. You mean second drag president because I seem to remember in season five we already had this challenge. And it's, you mean season four? But okay. Oh, sorry, season four. You're right. And in season eight, it's like it's happening every every four, four years. years. Wow, it's, it's like they're running on a theme I know. here. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. Wow, Rue. Wow. Look at you. So, um, yeah. Using your noodle. Let, let's, girl, I like you think she's deciding the challenge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Raven. Raven walks in looking very pedestrian. Bitch, this vagina that she has on this fucking camera, I guess, get out. Meaty tech. Very meaty. I'm like, girl, you don't, you don't want to accentuate your thigh gap. That's not how that girl. You look like your vagina is an arrow. <laughs> you know, like the Avatar: The Last Airbender. Stop it! <laughs> Stop. That's it. her vagina. Oh my god! Look at it. It's it's very um. I just wasn't impressed. Like, Raven to me is always something amazing to look at. Right. And I wasn't impressed. I thought she looked great as far as the face is concerned. The face is always right. The face is always right. I loved her pinup hair. You mean her? It was so. Call for Party City? And. Mm-hmm. Bitch, where? Like, and the fuck? Bitch, you better style that $40 wig. Absolutely. She it put is, a bang on it and it, said, I'm it here. It like a $40 wig. Okay, and shit. You ain't on Drag but Race. But she was just in a swimsuit and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. That was like very raven of her. Very raven. So, uh, yeah. So, we have a little walk around. and She gives fantastic advice she, to literally everybody. She does. The theme of this week is, uh, you're in the Matrix, bitch. Wake up. <laughs> because <laughs> everyone's thinking way too hard. But also, can we talk about right. how Gigi was fangirling the whole time? The second they walked in, there was a cutaway to Gigi's face, like, <gasps> and like standing up, like, oh my God, it's Raven. It's Raven. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Fuck. Yeah. Like, especially every fucking like Gen Z millennial queen who has, you know, fucking copied her face. That's true. That is very true. Like, they, that's that's their queen. There's, they are still mad. That the artist formerly known as Tyra Sanchez okay. won season two. If, if she had, we were, I was actually just talking about this. Like, if Raven was in season four or five, she would have won. They needed, like, two strong seasons of pageant girls, of standard drag queens to win. And mm-hmm. then, then we can start ushering in the new age. But Well, just like RuPaul has said over and over and over again, it's not real. None of this is real. Right. One one of you, I'm going to pick to get $100,000. And it has nothing to do with anything other than how I feel that day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, play the game and hopefully you'll, you know, your booking fee will be $100,000. Okay. So, Heidi goes first. Um, and yeah. And they just hand her everything that she needs. No more closets! Ever! Rue loved that. 
um, cackle. Then we move on to Gigi Good, and she doesn't know anything about politics because it makes her anxious. And yep, uh, she asks or she says that it comes in one ear and not the other. And RuPaul says, "No, no, no! It comes on your tits." And I was like, "You're old enough to be her mother." And she is now. She is Mama Ru. Um, oh my God! I I love it when like queens do not know how to match RuPaul's vulgarity. Because let's be honest, this man is filthy. Filthy. He is disgusting. His entire career has been built on toilet humor dad jokes. Period. And like you should have known immediate. She's had two cum jokes this whole episode. And has not done anything with either one of them. And I'm like, come on, Gigi. Right. Come on. Like, where's Snatched Game, Gigi? Right. She's two in her head. Yeah, finally. Oh, my God. So then we move on to Raven. (laughs) So then we move on to Widow, and Raven calls her out for her shoes. If if anybody's going to do it. It's got to be Raven. It's going to be Leslie Jones. Oh, Oh. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Mr. DJ, turn the record on. Up next, we have Jada Essence Hall, and she is just feeding the children she, with she, her hands. She, she, she doesn't debate. She argues. Period. We love a bad bitch from Milwaukee. Okay. Oh, I know that girl. Yes. We all know that girl. Shout out to Becky. <laughs> hey, Becky. Up next, we have Jackie Cox, who RuPaul has so lovingly named Jay Cox. Yeah, like he. So, for any queens coming on the show in later seasons, just know that RuPaul is going to change your name. It happened to Jiggly. It happened to Sonique. Um, Especially if your name is Tyra. If your name is hard to say, if there's too much. Cl- or even just fun to say. Right. If there's too much closing action, like I can imagine her. Just sitting in her dressing room talking about the name Jackie Cox. I had to say two K sounds in a row. Jackie Cox. I had to do a full and you stop know and how reset like, and it just doesn't work in my yes. brain. Yes. Jackie Cox. You know how Rue is too. He's like, oh, I just, no, that's just not going to work for right. me. It's just not, it's just I, just, I just can't do it. I'm just, so uh, now it's Jay Cox. Like Rue, very Rue. Yeah. And I remember like in the earlier of the season, RuPaul would be like, Jackie Cox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once you come down the runway. Uh, oh, well. Thanks, Jay Cox. Love your hair. Hope you win. No, to neither. Um, <laughs> all right. And last up, we have Crystal Method. And she talks about uh, arts and crafts. And RuPaul says, oh, I'm asleep already. Boring. And I said, <laughs> what? producer fed you that line and how many hours did you who was in your ear right now how many hours did you say in in front of the mirror practicing that line okay rue we need you to go out there and we need you to say uh i'm bored already (sighs) okay let me just get into character me 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 Anyway. So that's it. No yeah. one else gets any airtime. Because there's no one else there. There's no one else. It's just them yeah. and the producers. 
The queens are painting. The cameras. And uh, Jackie says, she's going to get the nerd out. And they start talking about the news. And Heidi, with this cute little voiceover, goes, it is traumatizing. And I say, let's define trauma, mama. <laughs> right. Huh. You know, I'm sure you have notes. But during this whole makeup portion, it just... I don't like when people on television are forced to talk about something that they do not know how to articulate. And it's very clear that Jackie Cox, (laughs) that Jackie Cox might be the only person there. And you never know. It could be that one ghost in the corner too. Um, But that's true. You could tell a lot of people in that room knew just enough to talk about something that they do not know enough of. I would say Widow as well. I mean, I didn't really get a lot from Widow except her perspective. Mm. And, you know... What do you have to say about this? Um, I agree that Jackie is well educated in this area. Um, it's this, it's the. <sighs> there was a lot of privilege showing. A lot of girls showing mm-hmm. their privilege by not, by choosing to not be aware of it. And we don't yeah. have, we don't have the capabilities right now to live in ignorance because that is how Trump got elected. Right. We don't have, for lack of a better word, we don't have the privilege to just sit down and be quiet anymore. And a lot of these girls knew just enough to make it seem like they were not doing that. Mm -hmm. But in actuality, they were. Um, Yeah. And... I said, let Miss Widow tell them and put into a perspective because everyone's sharing a, from a place of privilege. And Widow says, I am a queer black man mm-hmm. and no one is hated in this country more than me. Mm-hmm. And no one is yeah. as unsafe in this country as I am. I am afraid to leave my house every day because of the possibility of being shot. Mm hmm. And, you know, that is a reality that that Widow lives. And, you know, every single person in that room, regardless of their race or their class, all have something in common with being a queer person. And even... I don't blame non-people of color for not being aware of other people's perspectives Regardless, that be the black perspective or, in Jackie Cox's case, the Iranian perspective. But as a queer person currently living in America, you are doing yourself a disservice to not educate yourself on what is happening to your specific rights and to the, and to the, and to the specific rights of people in your intersectional community. 
Um, you can be a queer person and fight for queer rights. But what a lot of people don't realize is that fighting for queer rights and being an advocate for queer rights is also be is also being an advocate for trans rights and being an advocate for um, for black queer rights and being an advocate for for the youth queer rights and there's a lot of intersectionality being queer is not the only identity that most queer people have a lot of people do not realize that they do have privilege regardless of their queerness but what people don't keep in mind is that their privileged identity is going to be celebrated more than their queerness because they are a majority person. Um, and although they can be affected by their queerness, they still hold the privilege of being a white cis person. So from Widow's perspective, I'm glad that Widow got to speak up. I'm also glad that Jackie got to, you know, kind of start the conversation and keep it going. And it felt like a lot of them in the room had feelings, but not a lot of them knew how to express those feelings with words. (laughs) (laughs) They just kind of knew like, yeah, like buzzwords and like... We all should register to vote because this administration is bad. And yeah, it's like the things that that's happening in our culture is just so wrong. And like, if I was in that room, I'd be like, tell us exactly why what's, what's happening. Wrong with that? Yeah. Like as somebody who doesn't know anything, tell me what's up. Like, give me, give me an example. <laughs> and they would probably I'd be like except for Jackie okay <laughs> Heidi why don't you go ahead and and let us right. know what's happening or like right. you know every single person has has that has has a specific story and if they're not you know educated with that you know specific story for example we got a conversation with Heidi's uncle how much does she know about the disparaging rates that are happening in the upsurge charge of the Truvada um, for people who do not want to get HIV through having sex and how how Big Pharma is affecting queer people and who, who and who have to like, you know, stay undetectable if they are if they are positive. There's so many things that each of these specific queens have on their platform. And if they are uneducated about their platform, then they are doing a disservice to them. And that's what I saw in this entire makeup session. And that is my that's it. That's all I got to say about it. And unfortunately, this is the this is the result of the oversaturation of drag queens. While RuPaul's Drag Race is Speak doing a, on it, bitch. A, a great service to educate cishet middle America. You better say it. You better say it, bitch. They're What's also, up? They are also showing everyone that they can be a drag queen. Yes. And while you can put on a wig and you can uh-huh. put some makeup on, 
put some chapstick on and attempt to lip sync to a song. If mm-hmm. you are out here and you do not know your history and you do not know your history and you do right. not know your history and you don't yes, know and you don't know what you're fighting right. for and you're standing up against, right. then get off the fucking stage because get you off the stage. that stage. Because right. people have given their lives to mm-hmm. make political statements through the art of drag because drag is political at yes. the core. That's what it is. And core. you best to believe that you are educated in that. And if you're not, get off the stage. Mm-hmm. Find a different venue. Absolutely. Find a different Share your talents other ways. Because other ways, because if you are not being political and you don't know if even if you're not being political if you don't know mm-hmm. and have a, an opinion a well-researched opinion about issues that affect your community you shouldn't you shouldn't be a drag queen and i'll say it i mean i will and back I you up it. on that bitch and you know that just goes to show um why why i have such a visceral opinion on digital drag at the moment because it's <laughs> not doing anything of digital drag. because because it's not doing anything for the information of COVID-19 and all it's doing is just you know what let's we're not doing this again that was last week's episode we're not doing but that. Thank you so much for listening to Bring Back My Girls podcast. This is where we talk the tea, bitch. Okay. So if so, if you like what you hear, why don't you go ahead and subscribe already? Like, just hit that subscribe button wherever you are. Hit that like button because y'all know y'all had a good kiki just now. You know you did. You got your like. You're welcome. Bitch. You're welcome. Le- Comment your opinions too. I want to have a. I I I love having conversations about Let's things that affect about things. Me. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! About things. I love having conversations about things and stuff. But no, like for real, like this is the kind of show that incites these conversations, and we we need to have these conversations all the time. We will not get any kind of change if there's no discourse. And if there's no discourse, that means there's there's no um, intelligence or information being known. I think there's a different way to say that. Like, there's ignorance if there's no discourse. Right. Boom. Um, anyway. Shirt, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about the challenge. Let's. But before we talk about the challenge, bitch, we got to talk about this runway from Ms. Mama Ruth. What does she wear again? It's that, like, multicolored uh, dress with the big hair and the headband very oh yeah 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 goddess. that green shit mm-hmm. it was uh, i think i liked her celebrity drag race outfit way more than i like this one i don't remember it it was that pink and white like petal shit with like the beautiful asian style hair oh my god i like this greek fantasy more i think I love the hair well, in this Greek fantasy more, but you know, you're we're you all know. both entitled to our wrong opinions. Period. Um, so our celebrity guest judges are Jeff Goldblum and Rachel Bloom. And um I liked both of these people. That's the show that you should binge watch. You know, I've been thinking you would about hate it. it. But oh, you would love it. Okay. Like, well Crazy Ex Girlfriend? Yeah. Watch it. 
I will consider it. Anywho, um, let's talk about the challenge. Let's talk about each contestant um, and just kind of how they navigate it. Because we had six queens up on stage right. who were just... Only six. Just six. There was no one else but six people. And they were just right. kind of like, you know, volleying, as RuPaul likes to say. Hey, it before we a... get into it, oh. we missed the import- most important part of this whole episode. Which is? Dahlia Sin. Oh, oh my God. Dahlia Sin not catching a fucking break. <laughs> <laughs> Wave to the camera, Shelly. Because Michelle was clearly in London. And, right. And uh, they put her behind with saying, hi, mom. Give, <laughs> give justice for broccoli. She, her her career is probably ruined. Honestly. Because, like, the fact no that she one. agreed to do this. Well, I here's the tea. I think everyone had to do it. Like, episode one, they made them all do exactly everything that, like, uh, Broccoli's doing right now. No way. Yes way, bitch. Like, they had every single person in, like, their costume from the from the World's Worst Challenge. That's why they were all so stupid. So she could embarrass the queens. God, it's bad. Yeah? Well. I, I just wish it would have been Aiden Zane instead. But anyway. Right. Um... We have six queens on stage just balling with each other, and yeah. it's kind of you know I go don't think line? yeah I don't think I've 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 laughed at Drag Race more than this past episode in a very long be- time. It's all because of one girl, and we'll get it to is, her. and I'm glad she's last. Um, I am. Let's talk so about Crystal. Pers- Crystal Method safe. It was a very safe performance. Very safe performance. Like she just happened to just kind of be there. And she made enough of, like, impact to the challenge yep. where it wasn't anything too detrimental to her. Like, you know, there are some queens that did way too much, and that's why they ended up where they were. There were queens who did just enough, and that's why they were where they were. And then there's Crystal, who right. was just there. She was there. She yep. put in a mullet joke. She did what she needed to do. Yes, she, she did. She checked all the boxes. But Jeff Goldblum only referred to her as Elda Barge. Yes. <laughs> and Good. For that, we stand. We salute um, you. We salute you. Uh, up next, we had Heidi Nina Closet. Once again, another queen who was just there. Um, I don't think as she far as said anything. I think she basically she just, just reacted. Clutched her per- she clutched her pearls She all the time. She. All the time, she fainted a few times. Yep. She, like, gasped real loudly. She whistled through her teeth. Like, <laughs> she, she she did... She basically responded and reacted to what everybody else was doing. Right. Just enough that we saw of to keep her around for another week. Like, yep. I think my favorite... <laughs> I think I have two favorite things that she said. They were funny enough to, like, have me remember her, too. Is when Gigi Good was doing her walk, she's like, she looks a little stiff to me. <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down too. She also said, I love toast. <laughs> oh. Up next, we had Widow Von Du, right? No. Terrorist! Wait, or was it Jackie Cox? Uh, so, Widow Von Du, aka Amy Klobuchar, 
Um, oh my god. Bye. Okay. Um, uh, I thought that Widow, if anything, she tried. I didn't think like she, she was said. terrible. And then, you know, they gave uh, Heidi this little moment of she was just really angry. And then they cut to her screaming terrorist. And then, so it's it's just an edit, you know? They edited it to look like she sucked. Yeah, and also, like, the fact that the opening statements was the hokey pokey moment. That cute. You know, the fact that they put, like, the do-do-do-do-do-do-do music under her only just solidified what they wanted us to know because there's a lot of people who's like, I don't think she was that bad, as the judges said. She even was like, what? She was shocked when she She was on the runway. And that's sad. That's so sad. But also, Um, yeah, we'll we'll talk about her at the end. Um, Um, Yeah. (laughs) Up next, we had Jackie Cox. Um, Are you going to say it? I'm going to ask you one more time not to mention Canada. But what, what do you have to say? Go off. So, as your future prime minister, I'm sorry, I mean president. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want my money back. I want my VH1 subscription money back. You bought a subscription for this show. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, I want my. It was awful. Right. It like, where are the jokes? Where she had jokes? jokes. She had jokes who just weren't landing. They weren't funny. They weren't funny jokes. They it, were like you know, bad dad jokes that were so poorly executed. I, I I feel like this only works if you are going like around. Like, you know, there is those, you know, style of jokes. I think about Sasha Velour when she was like, Michelle Visage is so Jersey. Da, 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 da. She's so Jersey. Da, 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 da. She's so Jersey. Da, da, da. I have more of these. She had blah, 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 blah. Right. Whereas Jackie Cox had the exact same joke. And because there was so much space in between every single one of them, she made the exact same joke every single time. It doesn't matter if you like mention another reference to Canada. You still made a Canadian reference joke that you did last fucking round. And Even Jeff you- Goldblum was like, stop. Right. Even if you make a joke of the same subject, you better make sure that the next time you repeat that subject, it's fucking funnier than the last. Right. You right. amp it up every time. And it wasn't. It was the very, very one level. Very yeah. one level. Just like very Carson that. said. Just right. like him said. Unfortunately. Next. Uh, uh, good, 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 okay. good, 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 <laughs> that took me the fuck out, bitch. That was really, really funny. Because she said it like, eh, whatever, why not? And Rachel Bloom's like, huh? 
she should not have been in the bottom three. I disagree with that. I think I think she should have been lip syncing. Should have oh. been in the bottom three. Oh. Well, we're not talking about her, but Go I disagree with that. Really? Yes. The same thing she's been doing all season. <clears throat> right, but she still had jokes. That worked for like, she she called it, Rachel I wrote it down. A bitch. Yeah. She yeah. called Rachel Bloom a bitch and I said, No. Rachel Bloom is a saint. She is a Jewish blessing, and you do okay. not, even if you're joking, call Rachel Bloom a bitch. I think no. Rachel Bloom laughed at that ghost of Drag Race past a lot more than she laughed at other queens. Because, like, it was so weird when that, you know, gust of wind just happened to say, I I have you know I'm fully vajazzled. That was that was like, a joke. But she was, I'm sure there was other things edited out because, you know, you Fair. can't really record the Fair. wind. Like, Fair. It's, it's like, uh. Guys, we have to stop filming for a second because there's a lot of sound happening, you know, outside of the studio. <laughs> so I so I don't think um, we got to see much more of that blurry, you know, person right. in that in that pantsuit talk anymore. But um, I don't think Gigi sh- should have been safe. I'll say that. I think um, that she did it do anything in the debate whatsoever she so you, she did nothing do you think it should have been she, widow i think it should have been jackie and Gigi. okay we'll get in and we'll get there Gigi, we'll get there Gigi probably would have sent jackie home because jackie hasn't had any wins we'll get there we'll get there okay i don't want to talk um, about that yet so let's talk about anyway. the, the 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 shining star of this episode. Oh, Winter Essence Hall, selling to us confusion. Confusion. Look over there. It uh, gets me every time. I literally looked over there too. Like I <laughs> I thought Gigi Good. Nope. Excuse me. I thought Winter Essence Hall was literally the best part of this entire challenge. Episode. Everything that came out of her mouth was hilarious she loves riding yeah i would like Uh, to make america confused again she would and then she made american confused do you that's a question don't you love waking up not knowing who you are where you are who you are confusion heidi question (laughs) <laughs> that one got me and then followed by look over there there is something about jada where her voice tells me the story right so animated and then you look at her face in the interview chair and she's like this just very like dead like that's a resting bitch face look but not even like bitchy it's just sleepy she's like yeah girl i don't know what you're saying but <laughs> child no okay and and it kills me every time she is in the interview chair, I just cackle because if the she, face yeah. is so dead, and the voice is so alive. She's just very much like I won already, so right. Uh, <laughs> I don't think she's gonna win though. 
She might. We could talk about this afterwards. I don't think she's okay. going to. We'll see. Um, anyway. So, yeah. runway? Let's do the runway. Let's Category see. is Stars and Stripes. And up first we have Crystal Method. I did not like this. If she wants to call Vinegar Strokes Hodgepodge. <gasps> I would not compare it to Vinegar Strokes level. Well, I wouldn't call Vinegar Strokes Hodgepodge like RuPaul did. Because <laughs> Hodgepodge but, means like a combination of just like a lot of shit. Yes. And but when did Vinegar Strokes ever do anything like that? I think she was referring to Vinegar Strokes as mug as well. <laughs> I don't want to see this on the runway. No, I want to see glam. Very season four. Yeah, like it's a bunch of separates. That's just how it's. It, that, that's what it is. There's nothing wrong with that if you're a local queen. So right. as far as the fashion is concerned, it worked, diva. Everything about it was fashionable. Yeah. But is it drag? I don't know. It's it's only drag because you're a man doing it. I guess. Uh, drag is art and art is subjective. Up next, we have Heidi, Co- Heidi Cox. Ooh. You Ooh. shipping people already? Nah. I, could you imagine? Not Two this. bottoms don't make a right. Uh, we have Heidi Nina Closet. Cute. Yeah, I hate those shoes. They're very club. Yeah, like if you're going to be a pinup girl, you wear yeah. a pinup shoe. God damn it. Like, yeah, you're... the outfit's cute. Outfit's very cute. It it looks like what the girls would wear to visit the soldiers fighting in the war. But it's but they don't it's they don't wear thigh highs. Separates though. It's uh it's a bathing suit with a jacket and a skirt. And she made it look pinuppy. She did. I, Good for her. It's that hair that like makes yeah. it pinuppy. So everything did make sense to me. I feel like they're all like a bunch of reveals. She needs to darken her lace. She does. Well, her we mug was better. Again. Her mug was better. Yep, Thanks to Jada right. Essence Hall. Period. <laughs> Who's uh, next? Widow Von Du. Beautiful. Loved it. Stunning. It was great. The best she's looked. I loved the appliques of the stars. Like yes, those, very like, cool. Oh my God. How does she do that? I need to know. Is it Velcro? Is it glue? It was Velcro. It, like, sickening. Love it. Yeah. Very cute. It works for yeah. neoprene. Mm-hmm. Um, also, her mug was really cute too. I think so. Yeah. Um. Well, Very oh, also, Maya Angelou. Okay. Um. So I watched. Spoiler alert. Uh-oh. Widow goes home. Um, <gasps> but, I know. But I watched her painting tutorial. She doesn't. She's not a very good painter. <laughs> No, I I've been trying to tell you that from like the longest. I'm like, why does she do it like that? But yeah, yeah. she talked about why she doesn't paint her neck because she wants to show off the tattoos. <clears throat> different stroke for different folks. For. Good. Okay. For, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. I just sis. don't know why she paints so light. Yeah, like I know the the the, the <clears throat> front of her hand is lighter yeah. than her face. Yeah. Yeah. That's. For anybody, for okay, here's a tip for my dark skin entertainers. 
If you're looking for a highlight shadow, get a color that's the palm of your hand. If that you're looking be for your face, <laughs> it should not be your base. If, if if your base is a little bit darker than the palm of your hand, you're not doing drag. You're doing white face. Moving Ooh. on. I she set it. her she set her highlights with clown white. If you are a black entertainer, as dark as Widow Von Du. Do not use clown white on your face. Unless it's unless it's on your eyes. And maybe on your nose. But only when you're doing that fucking exclamation point shit that I hate. Only then. Yep. No, clown white. Are you kidding me, bitch? You are like the legit opposite of anything clown white. <laughs> Girl, on a color swatch, you are the darkest one of the end. And that's no shade to Widow. I love a dark skin queen. Bitch, yep. I love dark skin. So when I see bitches celebrate their dark skin with the right makeup, I go up for it. This is not one of those times. Okay. Anywho. Next. Up next, we have Jackie Cox. Um, Who's after Jackie? Are we going to come back to Jackie? Yes. Okay. Up next, we have good. Where are the stars and stripes? Where are the where's the challenge, bitch? It's cute. I love how she just turned her um her interest look inside out and just wore that. <laughs> That's literally all she. It was reversible. I, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like. It's that. Very I'm bad. here. I'm here to play okay. this RuPaul's Drag Race game. And um, okay. I thought it was a costume. See, when I tried this to is... say that like her interest look was like a fashionable costume, this was a costume. This was a costume, sis. Yeah. This was a straight up costume. This was the thing like, that I was afraid we were going to get episode one. I know. <laughs> it took you nine like, episodes. She's been elevating, 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 and then she gives us a costume. I know. Like, if if I... Okay, here's here's what I would say. I fully think that her promo look and this runway look could have been swapped. They should have been... Wait. I think that she didn't want to wear that hair for her promo look because it would be associated with her forever. Right. Like, your promo look stays with you. Right. And if she's going to be on her promo look, I'm just glad she wore what she wore for her, her promo look. But this runway look wasn't it. And it's, it's not, not that it was bad. It just wasn't it. It wasn't. It was costumes. It was, it was costumes. a costume. I mean, we love a <sighs> costume. Up next, we have Winter Essence Hall. Oh, my God. So, bitch. Bitch. Come on. She didn't she didn't have to, but she did. She didn't. She gave us dick shoulders and everything. <laughs> I stand. I love her. I love this this woman who's going to be shafted of the wind. Period. So much. Like, oh. oh my god. This runway look really made me like happy that I still shop from wish.com. And that you can turn anything from Wish.com into a lovely, um, lovely, no, the outfit. It was a bodysuit. 
You think this was a Wish.com bodysuit? Absolutely not. But it was inspired by Wish.com because of the girl. Hold on. Let me pull out my costume right now. And pull up pull up Jada's runway right now because I'm going to show you I'm how similar. Okay, good. And let's look at my award-winning, um, well, I didn't win the award that time. But my could have been award-winning superstar outfit that has the uh, sheer windows in every specific spot that it needs to and everything else is stone to fill. And if yeah. I had big shoulders, less similar, let me have this. Okay. Let me have it. Let me have this. Sure. <laughs> You're like, and okay, sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. Wait. Okay, I'm back on my microphone now. Thank you all so much for listening to to bring back my girls podcast the most professional drag race and only drag race podcast that ever existed yes bring back my girls podcast okay sis hosted by Tallulah and (laughs) hosted by water bottle and sports cap guess which one is which I'm sports cap (laughs) <laughs> I'm not water bottle ho. Yeah, you are. I'm an Aquafina water bottle. You're Dasani. Expensive, but doesn't taste like anything. Available at McDonald's. Evian. <laughs> <laughs> Hosted by Evian and Dasani. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Let's okay. Um. Let's talk okay. about uh Jackie Cox and. Are we gonna? I'm going to go first. Okay. Because um, I feel as though her runway uh, was a statement piece and was definitely a choice to represent um, her heritage, represent um, a heritage that she belongs to regardless of how she presents um and just the amount of levels that this has because they're cisgender uh muslim canadian iranian on an american television show it there's a lot of levels and layers um, to really talk about. And before we recorded this, or we started recording, me and Sugar were kind of talking about it because I was saying that, in a way, this is a little tone deaf in presentation um, just because you have someone like Jeff Goldblum who is far removed from the community of not only just queer communities but maybe Iranian communities as well to where he is asking a question like basically asking I don't get this I don't get what you're doing specifically and in my opinion I think it has a lot to do with what she called drag And not to say that her runway wasn't beautiful, wasn't gorgeous, wasn't 
you know, wasn't drag. But for somebody who dresses like that because, for lack of better terms, have to, for for this, this is someone's every day. Right. And this is their life and this is their, yeah. like, for some people, this is their traditional garb or what have you. And they have to participate in these specific rules. Mind you, I'm kind of speaking out of ignorance for a culture that I don't belong to. Maybe Jackie belongs to it more. But in my eyes, as an ignorant American who is not Iranian, this may not be drag. The only way it kind of says it is drag is because there's a man doing it. But Jeff Goldblum was only asking a question like, as a queer individual who's choosing to wear this that and 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 it and it symbolized something that's rooted in misogyny and rooted in homophobia what's the tea here like i really want to understand what you're trying to sell me before i buy it F- from my perspective just having that question be asked and and to have this on a platform like Drag Race, it just kind of like makes me a little in awe. Like, wow, we are having a discussion about Muslim representation in America done by a Canadian who's here on a visa who is also a queer man. How do we talk about this? How do we really right. like go about this? And that's what I think Jeff Goldblum was doing here is like trying to make sense and in a way give Jackie like an opportunity to rise and to be like, let's talk about this in a way that's going to be beneficial for not just you, not just for your career, but for viewers to have more of a, you know, perspective. Let's have a legit, honest, serious, important conversation about so many different things. Because nobody's going to say anything when a queen comes down in a cross or something. Like, right. this is not necessarily Islamophobic. Um, because no one's saying that this is, you know, uh, anti-Christian when a drag queen wears a bunch of iconography that, that deals with the Catholic church. It's a, it's, it's a double standard. So yeah. Oh, 100%. So the issue isn't that what Jackie did is Islamophobic. The issue is that. It's it's a I, well I I see two issues. The mm-hmm. first issue is Jeff Goldblum assuming and putting the narrative of homophobia and misogyny with 
Islam. Yes. Correct. Because there are so many levels to Islam as a religion. Mm-hmm. And what he was describing is the kind of radical Islam that the United States media has been pushing mm-hmm. this negative narrative for the past, you know, 20 years, 30 mm-hmm. years. And it's our responsibility to learn about it and and move past it, you know, right. and to realize this is not true. This is just this is a story that our politicians have created and that our news outlets have created to instill fear and to to instill a lack of understanding. Um and so we need to move away from that narrative for sure. Right. Um, my thought when all of this was happening was why I Jackie's telling my story, but why am I not getting the story of hijab mm-hmm. and the importance of hijab? And why are you not using this opportunity to educate right. us on hijab? Right. And so it, Again, speaking from a place of privilege mm-hmm. and as someone who identifies as a cis white male, mm-hmm. um, it seemed like a missed opportunity yeah. and a tad of commoditizing your heritage. Yeah, I wasn't thinking we was going there, sis. Ooh. Do you need to edit that out? No. I don't think we do because it is important to point out that everything that you do on a TV show, if Jackie's not doing it, RuPaul is. Just like how RuPaul monetizes everything. So my other thought too is how (laughs) fucked up are we as a civilization Mm -hmm. to not give Jack not give Mercedes Iman Diamond the chance to tell this story but a light-skinned mixed person to tell the story well I say this a lot there was a reason why Mercedes Iman Diamond was cast on Drag Race listen as Minneapolis, St. Paul, Twin Cities entertainers, we know Mercedes Iman Diamond to be talented. We know her to be personable. We know her to be friendly. We know her to be all these amazing different things. What we do know about Drag Race 2 is that they cast you for a reason. And right. that reason is why they put you through a very meticulous casting process. And as soon as you give them what they want and what they are going to push as your specific narrative, that's why you can't come on the show and produce yourself. They have already made it up in their minds. You're coming on this show to do this specific thing. So because uh, Mercedes is her right to not, Talk about, but she, something. but but hold on, hold on, because I'm gonna push back on this. Yeah, because the because the narrative she did give is the exact narrative that Jackie gave that that Jackie has been pushing. Yeah, and it's the travel ban. Yeah, and Mercedes said, I mean, she told her story of mm-hmm. 
I was not allowed to travel. Yeah. I was not allowed to. I was on I the no-fly list. I was afraid. I was on the no-fly list just because of my name and my mm-hmm. heritage. I got a stroke from traveling so much. Yeah. Yet, the story that we are getting now is the Jackie Cox's side of it. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. And now they're using Jackie Cox to tell this message. Well, just of... like how you said, you know, she's monetizing off of this. Like, she knew exactly what she was going to come up against as soon as she walked down that runway in her hijab. She knew exactly, you know, what was going to come of her runway look because it is so polarizing, whether that be negative or positive for whatever the case may be. She knew that this specific runway look is going to start a conversation and she was ready to not talk about it, basically. Like, I don't <laughs> she, think she really she, answered the question. She she was good about steering it back to the story mm-hmm. of everyone is deserves to be in this country mm-hmm. and the the disparity of the travel ban you know she she pushed that she she went back to that story and while i'm not discrediting that story i think Mm -hmm. that story is super important and is i mean the essence of america there's there was just really great opportunity to educate to to re help reshape the narrative that middle america middle white america has about about islam and right. it, it kind of missed the boat for me so um i think a lot of it too has to do with um with how just existing is polarizing like our last conversation about how drag in itself is political um and I think Jackie understands that very, very, very well. I agree. Um, so for her to present her drag by just showing existence, you know, mm-hmm. that in and of itself was important to do. The fact that her hijab had 50 stars on it. To say that, you know, I'm an American. Also, to say that to um, a lot of people who are, like, for example, gay conservatives or gay Trump supporters. They exist, mama. uh, For people who are a little bit more conservative but love drag queens but hate Muslims. What she did is say... You love drag queens. You support LGBT rights. But you're still conservative. Do you not like me? Because I am Muslim. Am I less of a person? Am I less of a drag queen? Because I'm Muslim. And right, that should have been her answer. In a way, it kind of was. She didn't say it. But she was basically saying, am I less of this because of this? Intersectionality plays a big part of this runway uh, choice where 
Muslim, queer, Canadian, Iranian, uh, all that. Intersectionality plays a lot in queer identities, and Jackie had the opportunity to mention that. But, you know, we all don't get what we want all the time. And, you know, uh, her performance landed her in the bottom, and her runway didn't necessarily help either. I I really think that we need the perspective of mm-hmm. someone who is who's Muslim. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely um, agree. Because as much as you and I can have these opinions, mm-hmm. they are not based in experience of truth. Right. You know? Right, 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 and, right. That's very important to point out. And while we wish that these moments would have been taken, mm-hmm. um, it it's I I can't say what it feels like to be Muslim and see um hijab on RuPaul's Drag Race, see someone dressed in hijab. So the power um, that has, I would I could only imagine. Right, and like you know, I really I yeah. I, as it's, a, it's a as queer people we see we choose our, our family <laughs> you specifically me specifically we have had our moments that we saw ourselves in characters on television we have had our fair share of moments that we as individual people and a lot of other cis people and what's resurging more and more now that I'm very happy to see is more trans identities being represented. Um, but Jackie did something that just showed a person in a hijab that also happens to be Muslim. And that's more powerful mm-hmm. than I can ever imagine just as just a queer black person. I, I don't have enough of a connection to this to really give that much of, of an opinion because this is not my truth, like you said. And the only way to really... One, we're having a discussion. That's what a lot of people will not do. And that is a fact. Regardless of having a podcast, regardless of being a Drag Race viewer who just only has Twitter, this conversation right. would not have happened if it wasn't for this runway. So for that, Jackie, we thank you. We applaud you. But, you know. You know what we don't applaud you for? Your challenge. I just <laughs> think that. that yeah. on that, bitch. <laughs> I just think that the only way in, you know, to really have this conversation is to have it from the perspective of someone who is actually involved. And because we don't have that, um, it's up to us to maybe seek out, you know, um, the discourse that we're looking for not saying i'm not asking anybody to go and message their muslim friend and ask them what they think about episode nine of season 12 of drag race i'm not telling you to do that but if you can find a way to have a conversation with someone that is in this community or even if you want to have this have this conversation and you don't have uh, access to anybody in that community but you are in a different community and you're around other people 
who are in a different community but share the same intersectionality of being a queer person or being a person of color or whatever have you there's so many things that are melted into this same topic if you just have the conversation about lgbt issues at all that are not just your own you're already starting on the right foot in my opinion you know have the conversation just have it you be willing to change your opinion be willing to be willing to be open to the idea that you don't know everything and Mm -hmm. that your truth is not absolute i mean Mm -hmm. if you would i even just throughout our conversation since this episode has started my thoughts and opinions about this presentation have changed Mm -hmm. and And, you know it wouldn't have happened until we talked unless we had a until we had a conversation about it so the moral of the story is you don't know everything i don't know everything we don't know everything but together we can become we can ascend to that next plane baby yeah and together we can acknowledge that there are other people that exist besides us there okay. are other types At of queer drag. people. At <laughs> digital drag. <laughs> there, no, we're going to get in trouble. There are just other people that exist that have different levels of classness when it comes to their queerness. So as long as we're continuing to recognize other people's disparities in our community, then we are on the path to being a better America. Let's make America great. Okay, so... I didn't say again, bitch. Let's just make America <laughs> great. Uh, our winner this week is Jada Essence Hall. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, our bottom three are Widow Von Du, Jackie Cox, and g g g g g g g g g g good Gigi yeah. Good is safe, and to which she said, you will not see me in the bottom again. Love famous last words like that. She's going to win this season, and you know it. I don't know. We have a lot of other contenders creeping up. I don't we'll know. Off, we'll talk off the pot about this. Yeah. Uh, so Widow and Jackie Cox lip sync to Katy Perry's Firework. They they lip sync to Jeff Goldblum's Tears. To, that was the weirdest. That that the whole last five minutes of the show were just super weird. It made me hard. <sighs> He's such a chaser. I love Jeff Goldblum. He, he was so hot. He clearly loves episode. the dolls. Oh, my God. Um, it was a very beautiful lip sync. Yes, it was. And, I, uh, yeah. It could Jackie have been a double said, uh, stay for me. Eh. I still think Gigi should have been in the bottom, but, you know. You really do. I do. Un- I don't uh, think Jackie she was had- better than either one of Widow or Jackie. But Rue said, "I am not." Rue said, "I am not about to um, put Gigi Good in the bottom (laughs) because, like, let's be honest, she would have been she would have been sent home. No, she wouldn't. She she already uh, lost the lip sync to Widow once before. But she has she can beat she can beat Jackie in a lip sync. If Widow can't, Gigi can't. Okay, okay." I don't know about that. I don't know about all that. Okay. All right. Okay. And uh, that so was, yeah, that was the episode. Jackie said, Jackie said, Widow home. Bye, Widow. Next week is a makeover challenge. 
So next week we'll be saying goodbye to Jackie Cox. <laughs> and or Heidi and Closet. No, they are not. Okay, we'll talk off. We already talked about this. Because so girl is literally at that time where Jackie and Heidi neither have wins. Neither no. one of them have a win. Heidi has a win. Oh, excuse me. Crystal. Yes. Crystal and Jackie. They're the only two who don't have a win. And Crystal has never been in the bottom. Crystal might win this episode. Better at, way better at makeup than Jackie is. And... I think Crystal's going to win the episode. And I think Jackie and Heidi are lip syncing. And I think... I don't know. One of them is going home. I can't decide who. double, Double sachet away. I don't know. Might be Heidi. She's it's gonna be her third time in the bottom. Yeah, but she hasn't had her episode yet. Her like, what was she won the challenge? Like what? But she hasn't had like the. She hasn't had the moment where she is bare and we fall in love with her. We fall in love fuck with you, her. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I'm a about Heidi. That's untucked. That's not- At the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, Clearly Jackie, she's bothered. Jackie's narrative felt very finished this week. You know what I mean? Well, we're going to say goodbye to her next week. Where can they find you on social media? You can find me on Instagram at Miss Sugar, M-I-S-S-S-U-G-A-H. You can add me on Facebook at Miss Sugar Shots. That's Miss with an H. And you can follow me on Twitter at Miss Sugar Shots. Where can they find you, Tim? Two places. Oh, base Fedka, E-B- Mm. OB 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 or you can add me on Instagram anywhere else at Tim is Rocker that's T-I-M-A no aha uh-huh, that's what you get T-I-M-I-S-A-R-O-C-K-E-R bitch if you don't shut the fuck up and shut your ass down I have two social medias you can find me at Obeysvedka O-B-E-Y-S-V-E-D-K-A Obey like the brand Svedka like the alcohol but where I am best known as Tim is a rocker. T-I-M-I-S-A-R-O-C-K-E-R. Wink. This podcast can be found anywhere podcasts are, are found. I Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Do you feel like hosting the podcast? I always try to jump in. You're like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, how now? Anywhere where other podcasts are found. You can follow us on Twitter at BBMyGirls. You can email us at BringBackMyGirlsPodcast. You can like us on Facebook at BringBackMyGirlsPodcast. You can subscribe to us at the $1 level for Patreon at BringBackMyGirls. And if we get four or more subscribers, guess what? You'll get AJ and the Queen. You can also email us at BringBackMyGirlsPodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for, you know, (laughs) just covering all the bases there. And for somebody who didn't want to peek in the beginning of this episode, you've been doing a lot of yelling, sis. You know what? I have my I have it on automatic, and I don't mm. see any peek, baby. Thank you all so much for listening. Here are my titties. Bye. Ew, Jesus, gross. <laughs> Tina, bring me the axe.